It's Wednesday, February 2nd. I'm Oscar Ramirez from the Daily Dive podcast in Los Angeles, and this is Reopening America. One of the longest-running mysteries of the pandemic has been long COVID and what causes it. Studies have found that 10 to 20% of people that have recovered from the coronavirus get long COVID, which can appear up to three months after recovery and last for six months or more in some cases. Researchers are zeroing in on the causes, and the two leading theories are that the virus turns the immune system against the body, and despite recovering, the virus could be lingering in the body, not in the blood, but in the body's tissues. Yasmin Tayag, contributor to Vox, joins us for what could be behind long COVID. Thanks for joining us, Yasmin. Thank you for having me. Let's talk about long COVID. This is one of the most mysterious parts of the coronavirus pandemic that uh, scientists and, and people have had to deal with. So, you know, long COVID, basically, some of the symptoms keep persisting with people long after they've recovered from actually having COVID-19, sometimes months, uh, longer than that, six months. I've heard a year in some cases people are dealing with symptoms after their initial infection. And uh, it's been very perplexing for scientists. They're starting to zero in on certain things that could be causing it. And two big theories surround the immune system, obviously, is uh, going haywire still. And lingering virus could also be causing problems in people and, and, and making these problems persist. So, Yasmin, what are scientists looking at and what are they starting to realize what's going on with this? Yeah, well, one of the big challenges with long COVID research is that there are so many symptoms to account for. And scientists have had to figure out what is the root biological cause behind all of them. And one of the things that's been helpful is understanding that there is no one long COVID. There's probably many different subtypes of this condition that we're calling long COVID. And so with that in mind, they're teasing out the different drivers. So as you mentioned, one of the big ones is the immune system. And this was suspected long ago um, at the beginning of long COVID research. They think that uh, because of the initial infection, the immune system in some people is just going haywire. Either it's reacting too strongly or more likely it's reacting against the self. So the body's own immune system starts attacking its own cells. And that is what's behind some of the symptoms we're seeing, such as uh, brain fog or blood clots that are being seen throughout the blood. Um, so that's one potential uh, driver. Right. And the other one, as you mentioned, the other big suspect is the possible persistence of virus in the system. So this is simply that the virus doesn't entirely get eliminated after your initial infec infection, and it's just hanging out in the body. And one of the difficult things uh, about studying this is that scientists are finding that the virus, when it does linger, it's not really in the blood. It tends to hang out inside the tissues. And so you're not going to catch this with a simple blood test. Uh, they're now developing diagnostics to find these markers that, you know, would otherwise go unnoticed. Right. Um, but lingering virus is, they're not really sure what it's doing. It might not be doing anything, but it al might also be injuring tissues directly or leaking virus proteins into the bloodstream, which go on to activate the immune system. Or they might be triggering inflammation in the brain 
by traveling up the vagus nerve. So yeah. scientists are trying to tease out all these different different drivers and what complicates the matter is they're probably all interconnected. Yeah, that's what I was just going to say. I mean, they're kind of related, right? If the virus is lingering and the immune system is constantly picking up signs of it and, you know, throwing antibodies at it, throwing stuff at it to at least address what it's sensing, you know, it's going to it's going to keep uh, the immune system in that constant state of flux. Um, a tiny blood clots are also in this, you know, th- that kind of fuels that immune system reaction, too. That's another one that they think could make the things persist. Yeah, the blood clots are super interesting. So they're seen in patients with both acute COVID and in patients with long COVID. And um, what scientists in South Africa are finding is that inside these clots, like these clots are really resistant to breaking down. And normally the body is able to do that. But they, the scientists ask, why aren't these clots getting digested? And it's because inside them, hidden inside, are these inflammatory molecules that are sort of preventing this digestion. And they may also be triggering the immune system to react. So, you know, by blowing up these blood clots to see what's inside, scientists are getting a better idea of what what is causing them to stick around. And so these are the kind of the two leading theories, right? It's uh, the immune system and the lingering virus, but they've kind of also identified, I guess, four other criteria that, uh, that people might have that could make them uh, suffer from long COVID. And it's kind of some of the stuff that we've heard about before, some of the uh, comorbidities and all that. But basically if, if you had high levels of the virus uh, in your blood when you were infected that can lead to long COVID. You have type 2 diabetes, unfortunately, that could lead to it. Epstein-Barr virus, which uh, I guess 90% of the global population has, it lays dormant in the body. If that gets reactivated, that can make it happen. And then these autoantibodies, which you kind of talked about, things that are just attacking your own cells. So these other four factors could contribute to that as well. Yeah, the recent research, and this is really early research, so it's not really a diagnostic yet, but they think these factors might put certain people at higher risk for long COVID. And they will, you know, possibly be a thing to look out for as scientists try to predict who's most at risk when they're in the early stages of infection. The good thing about this, though, is that while they're doing this research, while they're looking to see what the root causes are, a lot of the scientists and researchers are focusing a lot on the treatment of the symptoms. And, you know, they feel uh, at least pretty good that they'll have something that'll kind of address some of it, at least to make the symptoms not as as worse. Yeah. um, You know, there's this one scientist here in New York, David Petrino, who his background is in rehab therapy. And he's finding that some rehab techniques can help people with a lot of the symptoms of lung COVID. A lot of the common ones are like, you know, breathing issues or, you know, because uh, the body isn't, you know, at it working at its best, you know, problems with physical movement. And there's, you know, very slow and patient coaching that can help them recover their breathing, recover their movement. Um, and that's, that's proving to be quite promising, but it doesn't cover all the symptoms. And so, you know, as I talked about before, there are different subsets of this condition that, you know, will probably require different types of treatment. You know, on the other hand, there are also scientists working on, you know, looking at different drugs that might be able to 
to deal with the symptoms or to deal with the blood clots. And these are all in development, but to, to really get them, you know, get these treatments out into the world and helping patients, we'll need to have clinical trials, which are expensive. And yeah. I think funding is a problem with a lot of long COVID research. Yeah. I mean, just to kind of illustrate how difficult this is and the range of symptoms, right? So the symptoms that uh, people report that have long COVID, there's more than 200 across 10 groups of different organ systems. So there's just a lot of variables, really. But I wanted to ask about um, because it was interesting also they noticed that in people that had long COVID, it kind of didn't matter if you were severely infected. People that had milder symptoms still could come down with it, right? It could come back at you months later. And, you know, that kind of figures into the conversation that we're having with the Omicron variant where we are seeing a lot more milder cases, but they still don't know. It's just too early to tell if even the Omicron variant can spur some of this long COVID. Yeah, they're really not sure yet. You know, I think they're, it, it is seeming more likely that if you have really severe disease that you'll be more likely to uh, end up with long COVID. But again, as you said, people who have been asymptomatic or had really mild cases also end up with long COVID, so they don't know. And with Omicron, you know, it's too early to tell. Omicron's only been around for two months, so nobody's really reporting, quote unquote, long COVID symptoms yet, which happen after three months. Um, But what all of the research I spoke to told me is that regardless of whether Omicron causes, you know, a lower rate of long COVID, the fact that there are so many people with Omicron, you know, means that even a small proportion of those people will still be a big number. Right. Yeah. It's kind of that uh, unfortunate lottery, right? There's just so many numbers that are happening. You know, it could unfortunately befall you. So just interesting. Look, as I mentioned, this has kind of been one of the biggest mysteries since the start of the pandemic, these ongoing lingering symptoms, they're starting to nail it down, but uh, still a long way to go before we figured out exactly what's happening. Yasmin Tayag, contributor to Vox. Thank you very much for joining us. Thank you. I'm Oscar Ramirez, and this has been Reopening America. Don't forget that for today's big news stories, you can check me out on the Daily Dive podcast every Monday through Friday. So follow us on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts.